New Year. New You. New Year. New You. New Year. Luke, I, I really need you to buy light bulbs, by the way. I, I keep on forgetting to tell you. It's totally your turn. This house is getting darker by degrees, and it's it's a problem. Oh, but it's a good vibe, though, isn't it? It depends. Like, some rooms you want to have a little darkness. It gives a good mood. Mm -hmm. Like, the living room, it's kind of cool. Bring a girl home. Everything's, you know, sexy. But the bathroom, I kind of need to see what I'm doing. Ah, oh, but that's like the discotheque. I'm, I'm like working on that. For like during our parties, we can like party in there too. Well, so you want to put like a, a disco ball in there? That's what I'm thinking about, yeah. I don't know, man. Full I think you're saying you want to put a black light in the bathroom. and That's that's just a mistake. Well, that'd be okay though. Man. No, you don't want to know what's in that bathroom. What's stained where? That's not that's not a question you should be asking about your bathroom. Well, we put the posters up there, like the like magic mushroom posters. Okay, okay. I, I guess that'd be cool, but why the bathroom, man? Well, we spend a lot of time there. I don't know. I just thought it'd be cool to hang out more in the bathroom. We do spend a ton of time in there. Mm -hmm. And when I forget to bring a magazine in, I'm just livid. I'm kicking myself. And I've already started and I can't get up anymore. And I'm stuck with no entertainment whatsoever. Oh, it's the worst if you're stuck on the toilet. Nothing to read. Yeah. So what are we going to do? We need something. Like a, a magic eye poster? That could do it. Yeah, man. That's hours of entertainment. All right, well, what about the other rooms in our house, man? We need to make those more entertaining then as well. I, I don't know. I feel like the kitchen can be a, little, a lot more fun. Okay, what do you think? Like, you know those hibachi grills? Mm-hmm. If I came home and you're grilling something on the hibachi grill and I walk in and you throw a piece of shrimp in my mouth? Oh, that'd be... Man, that'd be exciting. Yeah, cool. So some more showmanship. And yeah, absolutely. I think we should all have chef hats as well. Totally. We have this like, required uniform when we walk into the kitchen. Okay, hey, we could cook for each other too a little bit more, man. Mm, that's, that's getting kind of over a line there. Huh? I don't know. I don't know if I... It's a little too romantic for you to cook for me. Oh, come on. Just a little his and his pasta fazool. All right. <laughs> I guess that would be kind of nice. I make the sauce using my Mima's recipe. Okay, well, I, I do like your Mima's pasta sauce. I don't mean to be close-minded. That actually would be nice. A little more intimacy between us. We can always use that, right? And if you wanted to nudge a meatball my way using your nose... You'd be okay with it? I wouldn't turn it away. No, that'd be nice. We'll be in the kitchen, we'll cook some great pasta, we'll laugh, have a glass of wine, talk about today's magic eye. Yeah, it's a great idea. Some more intimacy, like, overall. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, how does Colby factor in? Well, I mean, I, I think we can bring him in. I mean, this is not like a couple thing. I mean, I don't want people to be confused. This is strictly platonic romance. Right, yeah, yeah right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, having three people is totally fine. Yeah. Just platonic three-way friendship. Exactly. With a glasses of wine and some magic eye. You ready for the Olympics, man? I guess so. I feel like I'm kind of out of touch with what's going on with the Olympics. Yeah, well, four years will do that. Yeah, I guess so. And it's also in London. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's out of my normal purview. Do you think Britain's going to win any medals, man? They have to. They're the host. I know. Yeah, they, you know, it, it, they, they act like it's all about the sportsmanship, but there's some under-the-table under, under the table deals. Oh, yeah. Well, the, the mayor's stirring the shit about ping-pong. Are you serious? What do you mean? Yeah, because he claims that 
the British actually invented ping pong. Oh, you got to be kidding! Even though like the Chinese have kind of taken over, uh, like back in the day, Londoners were like all about the ping pong or table tennis or whatever they call it. They call it uh, uh, clip clop. Clip clop. That's right. Yeah. So maybe that maybe they'll pull a bronze there. I think witty remarks is going to be a. Oh yeah. A a, a new London event. Uh, there's going to be the tea service relays. Oh, that's right. We have to set up like a nice spot of tea for your your company. The Duchess of York does extremely well in that event, so yes. you know I think she's a favorite for gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, her biscuits are just exquisite. That's true. Yeah, she has great crumpets too, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's always these weird rules around the Olympics about testing for gender. Do you remember a year ago there was this Indian track runner, this woman who was really really good, but they were questioning whether she was a man. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was a really embarrassing episode. They found out she was not a man. <laughs> Just a very manly looking woman. Who got that job? Yeah, I think it was Dr. Uh, Gupta from, from CNN. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he had a, he had a look-see. Had a look at the bits. Mm-hmm. And there were none. Well, she might have been juicing. Maybe. That could explain the stubble. I hope they're testing for that stuff. They, of, course they, of course they are, man. I mean, like at the Olympic Village, just right away. Welcome. Have a wee. And then they test. Yeah. Over here, Dr. Johnson's going to have a look at your bits. I can check for gender. Just get it done right off, right away. Yeah, the, the British like to take, you know, nip it in the bud. Take care of it early. Exactly. I, I don't know. Personally, I'm still a big advocate of ballroom dancing. Oh. It hasn't happened. It's got to be an Olympic sport. Oh, it's not? I feel like it might be. If that's not a sport, I don't know what is. It's really my feeling. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Not yet. Why? were you? Did you once uh, kind of study that? Did you want to... Did you aspire? I, I did, actually. I, I was an amazing ballroom dancer from age 8 to 14. <laughs> Just those ages? Yes. And then I hit puberty and then uh. I became lanky and weird. Oh, so you were actually better at ballroom dancing when you were a little shorter? Yeah, absolutely. It's just like a gymnast, you know? You, if they're small, they're really good and nimble. Oh, uh, yeah. I was a great ballroom dancer. I was nimble. My partners could throw me in the air. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was great. It must have been really graceful. Oh, absolutely. And the dips, the twirls. They used to call me Snowflake. Because I move so gracefully. Ah, but then puberty. Puberty. Yes. Like, speaking of, like, fancy events, mm-hmm. I'm really glad that they still do the fencing. Oh, absolutely. Because it really just cuts back to just, like, an earlier time period. It just seems like a really uh, tried-and-true kind of one, right? I Yeah, but my only complaint is that I wish there was more creativity with their outfits. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like, I, I wish they had, like, time periods. You know, like, if you're from a certain country... Absolutely. Like, if you were... The French should dress up as musketeers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and Japanese, Little mustaches, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Japanese can be samurai. I'd just say free-for-all sword fight. You sure? So, like, a broad a broad sword for the Germans? Whatever you got, yeah. Okay. Uh, Japanese can be in, like, kimonos and just have katana blades. Okay. French can have little mustaches and the traditional foil. All right, the Germans can be, like, their barbaric outfits with a broad sword? Absolutely. Okay. And they just all meet on, let's say, a pirate ship. And they just have at it. Like a Royal Rumble in wrestling? Something like that, yeah. Okay. And the last three to survive would be the, the gold, silver, and bronze medalist. The gold medalist will have the silver medalist in submission somehow, and then down the line, and so you have three on the three pedestals there. Okay, perfect. How have things been, Omar? They're okay, Luke. You look a little frazzled. I, you know, I feel frazzled. No, you look it. You look terrible. That, that's, a, that's why I feel it. I'm just wondering what I say. I'm just saying the external, though. I know. That's the problem. I'm, I'm not really frazzled, but my look... Uh. I look in the mirror, and I'm like, wait a minute. My hair's all disheveled. Yeah. Got bags under my eyes. Mm-hmm. And it makes me feel frazzled, even though I'm not really. 
Have you been getting enough sleep? Yeah, but I've got a really bad haircut, and that's the problem. It's that's a frazzled-like true. haircut. Yeah, it's terrible. Where'd you go? Uh, there's a barbershop in my building. That was a mistake. Oh, like your office building? Yeah. The, and actually, I don't even think there really is a barbershop. There's just a guy with scissors. Okay. And, uh, you know, he, he had a great price. Like in the hallway? Yeah, in the basement hallway. So it seemed a little more like the appropriate place for a barber. I think I saw that the time you had me over for lunch. Yeah. He just sets up like a couple like ice cream buckets. Mm-hmm. You just set on one of those. Yep. That's not, that's not good, man. There's no mirror. Well, I don't need a mirror. He's looking at my hair. I, he doesn't need me to tell him what where he needs to cut next or... Oh, he's not the kind of stylist that asks for, like, directions? No, no, no. It's, he just goes. But obviously that was the mistake because I should have told him where he should go with this. How much did it cost? Eight dollars. That's, that's good value. That is. You know, I, I'm complaining about the haircut, but because of that value, I'm going to go back. Of course you will. <laughs> what can you do? Well, you know me. I get $45 haircuts. Are you serious? Yeah, and I don't know why I do it. I sit in the chair... And then they say, okay, now what are we doing today? And I never have an answer. So why do you pay the big bucks if you don't know what you want? I'm just entrusting them. Oh, I see. I just want to be pampered, you know. I just want to have a day. Man, pampered. Yeah, I'm totally with you. That's like the best part of the haircut is the shampoo, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Having somebody massage your scalp. That's luxurious. Totally. I used to always leave with feelings from my stylist when I got, got haircuts as a kid. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was because it was the most intimate thing I... I knew at that age. Oh, it's intense intimacy. Yeah. And then I left, you know, I, I gave him a smile and a wink and a tip. <laughs> and that's, that's how they keep going. Cash only, right? Right, right. I mean, do you think there are other professions where they could benefit from that kind of intimate touching? Oh. Dentist? A dentist, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of intimate touching in a dentist, but it doesn't, it's not good touching. It's clinical. It's so clinical. You know, if, if they massage my gums beforehand, maybe mm. I'd, I'd feel a little better. Just calm down a bit. Soft, kind of circular rubs. Yeah, say nice things. See, the problem is we, we've come to an age where we can't expect that of people. It's not, it's not proper. Mm. I mean, I feel like back in the day when you used to fly, oh, it was sure. expected. Those flight attendants will give you a little massage if you ask. Absolutely. They'll, you press that button, they'll say, sir, can I help you? And you kick off your, your Italian leather shoes because yeah. you know you just you dress to the nines to be on that plane to start with. Right? Exactly. And uh, wait, I got to just say it's not sexist in any way. Hmm. I mean, male or female flight attendant, I'll take a massage from. Sure. Yeah. It's nothing to do with the roles, gender roles here. I'm just saying that these are the kind of services we used to have in the United States, and we've fallen off. This is that whole American exceptionalism those tea partiers keep talking about. Oh, yeah. The beacon on a hill used to include regular massages. Yeah, exactly. Do you know why they used to wear those powdered wigs, our founding fathers? Yeah. Because they used to get massages so regularly, their hair fell out. Yeah. I think that was in uh, people's history of the United States. And when he was a boy, Abraham Lincoln used to walk six miles to get a massage. I know, those were Each difficult way. times, but you know what? The service was still there. Yeah. And what have we come to? I don't know, man. Is we have all our technology, we have an internet, but there's, there's no tactile touch anymore. Are you man enough to take a massage from another man? Happy to. Yeah, absolutely, man. I, I'm, not, I'm not threatened by it. I'll do it right now. Uh, well, not right now. Come on, relax, 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 relax. Uh, uh, oh, man, that's... Ah, yeah. You're tense, man. I am tense. It's the what's, pod- what's the matter? It's the podcast. I always get nervous about it. Oh, come on. The podcast is great. Uh, it is great. You're funny, man. Thanks, Luke. I, I need to hear that. Like, I listen. I really like your, your contribution. You think so? I yeah. always feel like I'm not pulling my weight. Ah, oh, but you are, man. You're like the connective tissue. I mean, in between all those super funny things that Luke says. Yeah. You've really got some good stuff going on. Thanks, man. Uh...
Okay, okay, stop, stop, stop. This is kind of creepy. Probably, yeah. Yeah, and I, and I feel like we're not attentive enough to our listeners right now. Right. So, okay, stop it. Listeners, the, the invitation is open to you as well. If you ever want a massage from Luke, you're more than welcome to come. Magic Fingers, yeah. Yeah. Our, our house, Mr. Magic Fingers will give you a massage. If you need to use the bathroom, turn on the black light, do a magic eye. Just open your mind, man. Hey, if people want to, like, listen to our podcast, but they don't want to download it and sync it to their wireless device, Omar, what should they do? I don't, I don't think they can do anything, Luke. Oh, but they can now. Because New Year, New You with Luke and Omar is on Stitcher Radio. Stitcher Radio? What's that, Luke? Stitcher Radio is a popular app for iPhone and Android. Really? Yeah, just well, download the app, search for New Year, New You with Luke and Omar... And add it to your favorites. That sounds expensive, Luke. Expensive? But Omar, it's free. What? So a free app that automatically syncs all your favorite podcasts? That's what I said. And New Year, New You with Luke and Omar is on that? Yeah, dummy. That's what I told you. That's perfect. Hey, and also we have a Facebook page now. We do. Facebook.com slash NYNY podcast. Woo, so go on there and like us. Please. All right, everyone. I hope you take advantage of all the new media we have available now. And thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you, everyone. Omar, thanks for talking. Thanks to you, Luke. And you know what? Thank you for the massage. Anytime, man. Peace. Peace.